the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics, where the conversation always gives you a foundation that is built on biblical principles so you can intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, and the reality we live in, and history. Topics like apologetics, worldviews, contemporary culture, and the Word of God to help you articulate a defense for how you live your Christian life. See how you can get involved in support Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening in to, um, this morning. Um, it's been a busy week, and you're probably wondering, who is this speaking? And um, Joe Gaona, my husband, went home to be with the Lord um, October 2nd, 2021. And um, today is his year mark. Um, he's um, went home to be with the Lord. So how God orchestrates thing is really amazing and mind boggling to me because um, once he passed, I um, played his replay of his videos, which you can go back and watch on podcast um, throughout all ages ministry on podcast, all podcast platforms. But what we do, what I do and a team of us, we go into the public schools and build up the students character to intellectually think about their worldview and weigh it with truth. Um, this ministry is very important to me and it was God sent. And so as we, I continue pursuing this ministry because I care about the next generation and the schools have been indoctrinating these students to um, embrace the woke theology, um, social justice, critical race theory, and they're sexualizing our kids. But today I am not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the last year and how I um, combat and overcame the most difficult time in my life. And um, we go through life. I was married for 28 years almost. And um, the most worst thing happened as my husband and I got sick with COVID and not realizing what the future hold and what the future held. And as I went through this time and uh, my husband, Joe, went into the hospital, I walked into my house and knew I had to give all to Jesus. I had to rely on him because um, there, we can't live this life on our own um, without relying on Jesus, the author and finisher of life and death. And I had to sit there and say, no matter what, I will serve the Lord. And so I'm going to share a verse with you that, um, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So during that year, last year, 
Um, I actually, right now, um, I just got back from a seminar out in Tennessee, and uh, we learned about creation, the truth of the Bible, evolution, and how to be an apologist. Remember, be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. And we have a hope that some people do not have. And that hope is Jesus Christ. So we have to know how do we build that relationship with Jesus Christ? Because we can say that we're a Christian. We can say we go to church. We can say we do all these things. But if there's no relationship, um, we have to be concerned about where we're going to go when we're going to die because it's about a relationship. And when we die, we stand before God. And he said, God says, what did you do with my son, Jesus Christ. And if God does not, the God, the father does not see Jesus. Um, he will say, depart from me. And I don't wish, you know, God, the Bible says he wishes that no one would um, perish, that all would come to repentance. So if you don't know Jesus, I hope as you listen to my story, that you would search your scripture, search the Bible and say, I need to get right with Jesus because we are not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not promised tomorrow and life is but a vapor. And I live that. So as my husband went into the hospital within five days, he was put on a vent and um, for two months, eight weeks, he was on that vent and I didn't give up praying every day that God would heal him. I prayed every day, and I did not know what the future held, but I knew who held my future. And I think during this process of grief, um, it really opened my eyes that I have to keep my eyes on Jesus. And it reminds me of when the disciples were on the boat, and they saw someone coming towards them walking on water. And they looked and said, who are you? And Jesus said, it was me. And Peter said, if this is you, Jesus, let me walk on water too. Let me come to you. And guess what? Jesus said, come. And Peter stepped off the boat and walked on water. The only other person that walked on water, but Jesus. And as he walked with, walked to Jesus and he looked and he started noticing the waves all around him. And those waves were crashing down. And what happened to Peter? Well, he took his eyes off Jesus and started to sink. And it kind of reminds me of our life here. As we look at the trials and tribulation of this life, um, which hit us daily, when we take our eyes off Jesus, we will start to sink and start drowning. But guess what Jesus did? He reached out and reached for Peter. And Peter was safe and lifted back into the boat. And that's how I see it in this life, that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and he will get us through. The Bible says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not be faint. And Jesus, every day is a learning experience. But when we wake up, we have to make that decision on who we will serve. Will we serve Jesus or will we create a God in an image that will be suitable for us so we can make excuses for possibly sinning 
or making that compromise. I see so many people seeing how close can we get to that fine line where it becomes sin. And we have to say, no, why don't we stay away from that line and draw so close to God that in his word, his, it comes, becomes alive to us. That his, the Bible is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So as I said earlier, life is but a vapor and we're not promised tomorrow. I live that and I saw right before my eyes, my husband die before me and my son. And um, as I went through this time and I could have been upset, I could have been angry. Um, I've heard people resort in depression. I heard people go into substance abuse, starting to drink um, alcohol. And that is just a temporary release of hiding the pain, bearing pain that will surface one day. So when I'm going through this difficult time of grief, I say, find someone to help you through this process. Maybe someone who has experienced this very same thing. I never um, paid attention to widows or widowers, but if you find someone who has experienced such traumatic pain, they and they love the Lord, you can learn so much from them. When I first walked into church um, once, uh, my, when my husband was in the hospital, my sister-in-law said, Stacy, have you been to church? I'm like, no, I've been watching church online. She says, it's time to go to church because once you start isolating yourself, it could bring in depression. And um, who's there? You're in your home by yourself and you're fighting your thoughts. You have to learn to hold thoughts captive unto the obedience of Christ. And so I decided to take her advice and go to church. Being fearful what people are going to say, what they're going to think, how they will react to what I'm going through, that was on my mind. But when I walked into the church and everyone embraced me and loved me and hugged me and they were praying for me and they were so happy to finally see me after four months of um, being away or three months. So with that being said, we shouldn't isolate ourselves. Listen to those who are um, counselors, pastors, wives, those who are biblical leaders. They have so much to share with us and help us on this journey. And so, and they give you such biblical advice. There are tools out there to um, help us. And one thing, when I went into church that first time, I was walking in. I said, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Well, the first person I hugged is one of my husband's super good friend's wife. The first thing I did, I cried. And I was trying to fight off those tears. But guess what? It's okay to cry. And so later on, I uh, was going into a store and those tears came. And I just looked at that person as I got comfortable with my situation and the journey I was on. I said, sorry, it's just a bad day. Um, I lost my husband and today I'm crying. And I didn't expect those tears to come, but no, they'll come. And you just lean into those tears 
and give it to Jesus and then wipe those tears away when you're done. And you will feel better. You will feel refreshed once you um, bottling those tears up is not good. And remember, God holds all our tears in a bottle. That is so refreshing to know that he cares about our tears. And as I went on this journey, I was thinking about Jesus and his grief that he experienced. And it was such comfort to know that he experienced the same grief and sorrow as we have. Remember when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane? It was right before he was going to go to the cross. And as he was there praying to the Father, and he said, If you could take this cup from me, but nevertheless, not you, my will, but your will. Jesus was going to the cross, and as fully man and fully God, he had those emotions that men and women have. And he was realizing what was about to take place. And he knew that it was this time, that minute, minutes, days away, that he was going to go to the cross and take on the sin of the world. And in our situation, as we go through pain, suffering, and having to make decisions, one of the hardest things for me to say during this time was, nevertheless, not my will, but your will. See, Jesus was all man and all God. Um, That's why it's so important to keep your eyes in your um, mind meditating on the word of the Lord day and night, because if we go on our own human emotions, we will make mistakes. That's why it's such a blessing when Jesus left this earth after he was risen from the dead and ascended to heaven, he gave us a gift. That gift was the Holy Spirit. So he is interceding for us, convicting us, and pointing us to Jesus. What a glorious thing to know. So we do have those tools, and we realize what life is all about. We're here to seek and save the lost. When Jesus went up, he says, go into all the world and save. Share the gospel. We are a witness. It's not an option. If you're a Christian, you're a witness. And during this time of grieving, when I shared to others about Jesus, it was rewarding because the truth is that we need Jesus in our lives. So another time that um, Jesus was, um, he wept when um, Lazarus died and Martha came up to him. And Jesus was late to to show up to Martha. And Martha sent for Jesus and she came up and said, Jesus, why are you late? Why Why didn't you get here sooner? You could have prevented Lazarus from dying or healed him. And Jesus wept. Why did Jesus wept? Did he wept to see that Martha was so saddened by losing her brother? Or did Jesus weep? Because he knew that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. But Lazarus was going to have to die again. He was going to have to die because on this earth, 10 out of 10 people die. So we all are going to die. No one lives here. But what's so amazing is yesterday I went to a celebration of life to a, um, for a good friend, and he um, went to heaven. But one thing that one of the speakers said is we think that that person died, but he is more alive than ever, more alive than us. We are dying, 
He is alive. He made it on the other side. But the thing is, we know that because we who are in Christ have the assurance of heaven. But those who don't, who those who don't ha- handle their salvation with fear and trembling, um, they need to examine themselves. We should examine ourselves daily. Are we right before God? Are we coming to God before Him in prayer? This is important. Um, especially the way this world is going, what's going on in these days, how they're trying to take God out of everything and bring in, um, it's all about you. I say true joy is when you put Jesus first. Joy, think of the Ackerman. Joy is J for Jesus, O for others, and then you. But the world does it exactly different. So Jesus wept. As I reflect this last year, I think of how important my walk with Jesus was and is and how it got me through the most traumatic time. So here, as I um, reflect, I say, I kept my eyes on Jesus. I relied on my friends' fellowship, and I, I seeked help when needed. At six months, the first six months were so painful. I did. I was concerned. How am I going to do this? Although I was seeking Lord, the Lord, crying out to Him, and now that I'm at the the year mark, I have seen God turning joy, turning grief into joy, beauty from ashes. As God uses my testimony in everything I go through, as I go witnessing on the streets or go um, share to people about what Jesus has done for them, I realize that I have a story to talk about and that God is going to use this to bring others to Christ. That hospital visit, I will share on another time, but um, although I don't agree with everything the hospital did, Actually, I don't agree on anything the hospital did. I used my platform, who I am in Christ, to witness to those doctors, to those nurses. And my son and I even bought, brought them lunch a few times during that process. And so as I go into this new year, I know that my husband, it was his time to go home to be with the Lord, that God numbers our days and not once those days are over, he doesn't take us earlier or later. He numbers our days and not a day sooner. Now, as I'm here on this earth, there's work to be done. There's things to share and there's people who are lost. And my assignment's not done. If you are a widow or a widower, or if you lost someone, or if you've been divorced or you're raising your grandchildren. We all have different losses, and they all hurt, and everyone grieves differently. But I tell you, and I urge you, to cry out to Jesus. He's the only one that can help you. you. There's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of counselors. There's a lot of therapists. But ultimately, I encourage you to open that Bible. Read through Proverbs. Read through Psalms a little bit each and every day as you see God doing a work in your life. He who began a good work in you, he will be, it will be, he will be faithful to complete it until the day 
that Jesus comes and takes you home. So now I rest in Jesus, and I don't question what he done, He has done. I know that he knows better than I know. And, and so as I look at heaven or hell, that we are separated from God because of our sins. So have we broken the Ten Commandments? Yeah, we have. Are we sorry that we've broken them? Well, sorry isn't enough. There was a perfect man that came here to earth 2,000 years ago that paid the price, that paid the penalty of sin, and his name was Jesus Christ. He came as a child, lived his life, walked on this earth, and had a ministry. When he died on the cross, he died in all our sins were on his shoulder. He died, and three days later, he rose again. You know, that's one thing that a lot of people want to neglect. And they say, oh, Jesus died. But don't forget, if he didn't rise, then we wouldn't have the eternal life that is offered to us today. Jesus died, and three days later, he rose from the dead. Do you realize that Jesus walked on this earth for 40 days And people saw him, and he appeared to the disciples. And then he ascended to heaven, and Jesus and God brought, we have the Holy Spirit here today to direct us. But more than ever, we have a Bible, and you should read it every day. You should go to church, find a Bible-believing church, and pray. These tools, putting on the full armor of God, that you may be able to stand on that day, And having done all to stand, because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities, powers. So we need to have on the full armor of God. As this weekend I went out and witnessed, I was talking to three teenagers, and they were so eager to hear about what Jesus did for them. Are you eager to hear what Jesus did for you? But more than that, are you ready to take action? Are you ready to surrender to Jesus and say, I cannot do this on my own. I need you, Jesus. I need your help. I need you to be first in my life. I need to take down those idols. It's time to get right with Jesus. Because why? We're not, because why? We are not guaranteed tomorrow. After hearing this, you can walk away and something terrible can happen. And then you're meeting your maker's face-to-face, your maker face-to-face. Or while listening to this, you can get right with Jesus. Are you going to get right with Jesus today? I hope you do, because there's only two places to go when you die, and that's hell or heaven. Get right with Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. He is close to the brokenhearted. He wipes away our tears. The Bible says, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Get right with Jesus right now. Pray to him and serve him and get in ministry. Serve, help others. I pray that for you today, guys. And know that what now? What now? It's time to walk this life with Jesus victoriously, knowing that when we're finished here on earth, we get to meet him face to face. And not just that, I get to see my husband again. What a glorious day that will be when my Jesus I shall see, when I look upon his face, the one who changed me. I was lost, but now I'm found. Get right with Jesus. Brothers and sisters, 
those that don't know Jesus, you were lost, but now you're found. Turn from your sins, repent, and put your trust in Jesus today. Have a relationship with him. I thank you so much for listening. And next week, I'm going to bring some other widow sisters in, and we're going to do a um, four-week session, and then we're going to get into some apologetics. I'm really excited. Thank you for listening. That's a take. And this has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. You can learn more about your host, Joe Gaona, how to support and get involved with 1530 Apologetics by visiting throughoutallagesministries.com. That's throughoutallagesministries.com. 1530 Apologetics is vigorously setting the pace to give easy answers to hard questions in the culture we live in. So be sure to join Joe at this same time next week for more biblical principles to help you intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, the reality we live in, and history. This has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics on K-Praise. Throughout All Ages Ministry, 1530 Apologetics goes into the public high school to build up the student's character to intellectually think about their worldview and weigh it with truth. Studies show 75 to 85 percent of all college students who grew up in a Christian home are walking away from their faith. For more information about 1530 Apologetics, go to throughoutallages.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.